The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 11th of January 2018, and I'm going to bring Dr. Wong in uh, very shortly, and as everybody has told me, they were very happy not only to have him on, but our last show, in fact, I even brought this up because when I introduce this gentleman, you know, I always bring up a show to read everything, and in case you didn't hear it, it's called Testosterone Husband's berserker um i got more notes about this and some of the stuff that we are saying through it which was pretty damn funny but i will tell you this it was funny and fun but i gotta tell you i was as serious as a heart attack when i was saying some of that stuff um but we're going to get into more of this today and i think you're going to even like this show better um stand up take a deep breath through your nose out through your mouth and repeat i am a winner I am a champion, and you need to say that with ferocity. And another thing, too, I've been saying on the last three shows, never apologize for being a man. Never. This is one of the things we're getting into. And I forgot to ask Dr. or maybe I did. If I didn't, I'm going to tell him right now, um, because we're going back and forth. We are probably going to be launching uh, Manly Men's Movement very could possibly next week and i've got to get a couple blurbs from them for the uh uh web page because uh this was an idea we came up with he came up with the name um and it's going to really serve its purpose and as we said last week 2018 is going to be our year and that means all of you and anybody else that comes in nothing against women we've got some great strong women on here but you know what Men need to start becoming men again. They need to be promoted correctly. And if you don't know, we talked about the testosterone issues last week on the show with Dr. Wong. And you can go back and listen to any of the shows. It does come up here and there, or we do specific shows on that. Get in touch with them. You know, and we're going to have... What I'll put up next week, he's got to come up with uh, some type of name. We just want to see if people are listening and they are going and talking to him and obviously buying products from him because it's very important. So keep that in mind. Also, too, uh, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Um, let's see. Look at the brand-new page. It's all done. I put all the software in for PayPal. And I thank Douglas Graham for working on it and doing all the fine-tuning of it. Um, the product is exceptional, and there's so much value there for $499, believe me. And 14 modules there that everything we've been doing for 15 years here at the FBC Steel and Stone Yard, but there's much more to it. And you could pay five times for that. You're not going to get anywhere near it. And... Not only that, we've been talking more and more, and I've been coming up with the stuff I've been doing. Um, there's a lot of great inspirational speakers out there. I feel like I am an inspirational speaker, and so is everybody else on here. Um, 
but I do all my learning from that 21 below garage back there. And when you learn how to train correctly and build things and conceive things, I'll tell you right now, my experience is probably second to none out there. And I, I'm not kidding you when I say that. I mean that. You go and buy that product, and you're going to change your life. You're going to have a life of real value. You're going to start thinking differently. And things that never worked before are you going to start coming in to fruition, meaning things are going to happen in a good, positive way. I'm going to be doing more things where I'm going to be working one-on-one with people with the whole mental end. But i got to tell you, You can't disconnect those parts. They all run together, and I'm going to show you how to do it. So go out there and look at that product. Also, go out and look at our brand-new Prosperity Conscious page. Um, You're going to see a big difference from what we used to talk about with with money. Um, I feel I was coming more from a, 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 I don't know, a thought of lack. Um, Lack will not get you anything. And go out and look at it. Look what I wrote about prosperity prosperity consciousness. You'll understand exactly how we go about things when you read that. I do hope you'll read it and really try to understand what's going on because there are some mightily big things going on here with me and everything else and all the other things outside of here. It's just absolutely incredible. And when this is all going to come together because you can see it, this could be the biggest year of my life. And I want everybody to celebrate it with me on the show, family outside of the show. This could be the biggest thing you've seen in um, in physical culture, what I've got going on right now. Um, and we'll get into that. And and probably I'll do it with Dr. Wong because of uh, we go back a long way and uh, nothing against anybody else, but he and I... Um, I think we have, we're more kindred spirits in that way. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if there's somebody I'm going to do all that with, I'm going to talk to him. If I get John McKean on here, I'll do it with him too, believe me. So think about that. Go out there. Also go out to motivationmuscle.com. Um, slash, you know, um, just go out and do slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows Dr. Wong and I have done. That's what I said. Give, 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 but you must receive back. All right? I don't know what we would have to charge for the material if we had to of all the shows he and I have done. I mean, that if you can't get big, strong, and successful, I don't know what the hell would. I mean, there's just so much content in everything we do here. So go out and look at all those shows among the 800 and probably 70 that are there. Also, too, um, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. you get our free newsletter. I've been lax on it, but I promise I am going to get back into it this month. Also, go out to our YouTube channel. That is Fiorello Barbell. Uh, Just type in Real Strength, Real Men after it, and you'll get quite a few videos. Now, before I bring Dr. Wong in, I've been reading excerpts, essays, from our good friend Steve Jack, who, if it wasn't for him, I never would have got in the stone lift, and I'm almost positive of that. So, he wrote this essay from Milo, July 1994, Volume 2, Number 2, and this is going to go right into our show, which is happily titled, Crush the Mortals, okay? And I mean that. All right, to kill a windmill. I firmly believe that each individual desires, if not craves, acceptance, even praise. Yet there is something adulterating about fame. 
It is almost as if the more one stands to gain from one's efforts, the less pure one's motives and the less admirable one's toil. I find the greatest inspiration in solitary labor, the unnoticed, unapplauded striving of a driven man to achieve greatness, greatness defined and in the heart of the dreamer and not by those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. That's Theodore Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, why, while daring uh, greatly. True, there have been noteworthy achievements in the spotlight sports. Yet, can an athlete do anything but succeed when at every turn he is greeted with encouragement and recognition, motivation and reward? I honor those who excel in spite of their circumstances, not because of them. I may hoot and holler after a spectacular interception is returned for a touchdown, but I cry like a baby when I see an Olympic wrestler pour out every ounce of his guts on the mat and once victorious fly into a frenzied exuberance understood by only those who dare to pursue excellence or when a weightlifter who from rock bottom after catching a record clean summons every atom of his being to defeat gravity and stand up. For it is not the momentary isolated accomplishment which brings such elation. It is a realization and verification of one's quest. It's knowing that those hours, days, and years really did have purpose. For no matter how driven the individual, I'm sorry, for no matter how driven the individual, there will be times of failure and self-doubt when one's clearest visions become clouded with insignificance. This is gut check time. Only a handful will wither these storms, most in the midst of which seems to be utter futility. Consider the majority of the population who seem very content with mediocrity and belly up to the same trough. But a hearty few will endure. They are able to draw strength from their solitude. They are not driven by the accolades of men and are therefore able to thrive in a self-imposed isolation that sharpens the skills and tests the metal, providing to themselves alone that their motives are true. They set a course for greatness. Now, I know that was kind of long, but man, oh man, it goes right with the essence of what we're going to talk about today because there are so many phrases, so many words that go right into what we're going to hit and I would I can almost bet you this show will be even wilder than last week. But before I bring the good doc in, I'm going to give you a little information on him. Number 1, he's a classical naturopath, a PhD, exercise physiologist, certified athletic trainer, that's AATA, certified sports medicine trainer, ASMA, World Sports Medicine Hall of Fame member, and World Martial Arts Hall of Fame member. And he's also a great guy that really gives a damn, and we are very proud and honored to have Dr. William Wong with us today. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Eric, for having me back on board. Always. Um, Please give out the website and anything I missed, and we'll get started. Sure. My writings can be found at drwong.us. That's D-R-W-O-N-G.us. My rantings and ravings from uh, 2007 till the summer of 2016 can be found at 
drwongradio.com. You can go on YouTube and find Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness to find the radio shows that I've done since the summer of 2016. And my supplements can be found at drwongsessentials.com. All right. Well, we got a winner here today. There's no doubt about it. It's like every show. And we're going to talk, obviously, I said in the very beginning, crush the mortals. And why do I say that? Well, first off, I mean, we can go 5,000 directions with this show, with this show today. But I just read the excellent article, To Kill a Windmill. And it talks about mediocrity in the world. And little men, and we can say women, obviously, now because of what we see everywhere against men, especially we know with all the Hollywood stuff. And I'm not going to roll all over that again. But you can see the pattern. You can see it's more than what happened there. Now we see just about everyone that's resigned, they're replacing with a woman to do the job, whether they can do it better or not. Um, I've heard comments from people that have resigned from different positions because of accusations. And one gentleman even said that they took just different pieces of context and put it in there. wasn't false. But the thing is, nobody wants to do the time. Nobody wants to go and do the litigation or anything like that because we know right now where the cards are stacked. And we know right now, we don't know the whole game plan, but... We do know that there's an awful lot of, I think, iffy things going on. That's another thing, but that all blends in with this. And I love the way Steve talked here because I know exactly what he's talking about. When you're, when, when you're out, when you're out all by yourself, when you're down to your last drop of water, when you feel like, am I going to be able to rise from this today? Am I going to get over this hump? Am I going to succeed? This is an immortal talking this way. This is an immortal to me. I use that word in that way because Dr. Wan will tell you, I'll bring him in momentarily. I can just tell you, just from excursions to Iceland, from blowing your bicep up, from leaving your country, from going to a place that's totally strange to you, from meeting new people that you've never, ever, other than maybe seen them in a magazine. Now you're sharing rooms with them. You're sharing car rides with them. It all changes. And I'll tell you right now, this is why when you're in these situations, and Steve talks about a gut check, you know, or... Or these things that you have to do, the things you have to ask yourself. The, it, 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 it truly is when you don't have the pat on the ass like so many of these athletes say. When you're out in the middle of nowhere training, when you're falling on your face or you're succeeding with exuberance, there's a big difference between that and today. All right? I long and thirst for the days of the 21 below day like I had about maybe five days ago. Then it was minus 10 in snowstorm. And the other day it was 14. So it's warm. Right now it's very warm here at I believe about 35. And they're talking going to 50 tomorrow, but it's going to snap back to reality again. But what I'm saying here is this. You know, people don't want hardship, okay? They don't. They don't want anything that's going to make life a little bit uncomfortable for them. 
And I, 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 like a lot of people, um, have been going through this type of life that I've chosen for quite a while now. Um, would I like to be healthier in some areas? Absolutely. But I do, I do believe, and I believe this in my heart of hearts, and I wouldn't say it to anybody because I don't want anybody to have to deal with it if they're not ready for it. This is making me the man that I always wanted to be, and I don't know even know where it's going to lead me to. I don't know. But the thing that I do love about this is I'm starting to find everything I'm doing is getting better. It's getting better and better out in the gym. I mean, I, I was telling everybody, you know, what we've been doing, um, what I've been doing with John McKean, obviously, on the phone. Um, besides stones, it's the hardest stuff I've ever done with training. And I, I'm not doing this either as a 21-year-old, all right? I'm doing this stuff now when a lot of guys are probably easing off the gas and saying, hey, you know what? I did it. Don't have to do it anymore. That's not me. I will, I'll tell you what. If anything ever kills me, it'll be weightlifting. Why? Because I love it. Why? It's not only the love and passion because everybody uses that. It's a, it's my, it's my life. You, you, you can't, I can't differentiate it. I can't. It's my life. I don't care what anyone thinks about that either. If you understand it, it would be your life too. And I got to tell you, the benefits far outweigh anything that's ever happened to me right down to the bicep tear. There's nothing like it. As I say, with everything I'm doing now, with all the prosperity talk and everything, every single thing has come from that garage and plus the people I've met and my parents. But everything I'm doing now is from there. So, you know... We're going to get into this more and more in this show, but I will tell you this. There's nothing like being alone. There's nothing like it. You will ride that storm out over and over again, and you'll get smarter and smarter, and you'll see. But I don't want to keep going. I'm going long enough. Doc, take it. Let's redefine winners and losers. Uh A loser is a person who can only train, attain, and achieve when he's got a cheering section. Mm-hmm. Just like those football players you mentioned, just like the all the basketball players, like the, you know, whatever. If you can't do what you need to do without a cheering section, you're a loser. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're going to be a loser in sports. You're going to be a loser in your relationships. You're going to be a loser in your, in your, in your profession. You're going to be a loser in life. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to do what needs to be done without a crowd cheering you, with everyone in the world saying you're wrong and against you. And you have to have the self-knowledge, the self-awareness, and the self-confidence to know that everyone else is freaking wrong and you're absolutely fucking right. Yeah. And you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I want to get right back to you because I took so much time. Um, and you got to have the ball sack to do it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when we talk about crush the mortals, as I said, when I was thinking about this, I was just thinking about not only the stone lifting, you know, you're a martial arts guy, Olympic lifter, all that stuff. And I'll tell you right now, there's the resistance to us is bigger than I've ever seen it out there and we know a lot of the the complexities to it but but I will tell you this I mean and I'm going to get right back to you this is what I think more than ever the kids that you used to get in fights with 
the kids that sucked in sports, the kids that never had a nice thing to say about anybody now are, I'm going to say this quote unquote, the grown-ups that have decided to get into some type of political arena or management arena who, because they had such a shit childhood growing up, all on their own, by the way, now decided to take it out on everybody else. Go ahead. Go ahead and take it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else freaking miserable. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, gosh. You know, uh, oh, should I bring this up? Ah, I'm going to get in trouble if I do. Okay. But there's, oh, nah, fuck it. <laughs> go ahead. You guys have in New York a particular governor. Oh yeah, and he was related to another governor mm-hmm. who was a lieutenant who was a lieutenant governor to another fellow. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back a ways. Uh-huh. There was a guy that my ex was going out with back when she was in high school, and his father was a well-known attorney in Brooklyn and very closely related to the governor. Yep, and. From the age of whenever this, his son was told he was going to be a lawyer, he was going into politics. Yep. Didn't matter what he wanted. And he never stood up for himself. So he bent his will to daddy's will, mm-hmm. did exactly what daddy wanted him to do, and he wasn't very good at it. Mm-mm. And he couldn't really do, you know, fight the law cases and stuff the way that, 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 that daddy did and he really didn't have the knack for politics the way daddy did even though he had all the connections Mm -hmm. he could have gotten everything right so he started looking elsewhere and he started looking here and there and whatever wound up getting an arizona license to practice and then daddy convinced him not to leave Mm -hmm. new york but in in that instance we see the effects of what you just said, the people who decided to become managers mm-hmm. and directors who make life fucking miserable for everyone else in the world, mm-hmm. and in their directing you, they're going to direct you into the wrong place. Yep. Because they can't direct their own damn lives. How the frick are they ever going to direct yours? And they have no knack for sensing what you're good at. They're going to squeeze you into their little box and hammer your round peg into that square hole Mm -hmm. and make it fit and you should be happy with it oh yeah yeah well there there you know as you know um there's major problems in this state they've got big problems and they've got a governor that is not liked by his own a governor that feels that he's going to be the next president of the United States along probably with his run <laughs> yeah probably with his running mate Oprah Winfrey and <laughs> let's be honest about these people they they run with their finger up in the air with you know wet it and whatever the wind points it to they go with and when i say about that their whole thing is to crush the mortals in a different yeah. way than we would think because you said it they have no clue to what you can do nor do they care but if they have a spot open for you in government they're going to put you there why because they want your vote 
why they want you to be a robotic dog that will do whatever they want and what we do this is how the whole system works is we will just pay you enough to keep you happy and you won't ever try to go and be an entrepreneur or go lift a stone or go punch a bag of rocks hanging from a tree to make yourself better and this is to me the dilemma with everything you know when steve talks in that essay and i know exactly this and i'm going to get because i want to ask you this question too I know exactly what he's talking about when you're all alone out there and you're lifting a big stone and I've got my spotlights on at night and I have no cheering section. I have nothing, but you know what I've got? i got the whole damn universe around me, hopefully sending me the energy I need. Going out there, okay, grabbing a stone that could literally just break you in two, and you're going after it, and you don't give a fuck. This is what I'm talking about. I don't need somebody out there cheering for me. In fact, unless it's somebody I really respect who comes over here, I don't want them here. All right, I I have taken myself and molded myself where I have to be my own cheerleader. When I'm out in the middle of some place in Scotland with a couple guys, yeah, we're putting our we're, we're putting our energy in each other, but they're not going to lift the stone for me, folks. They're not going to come in here and lift that big barbell. John McKean wants to come up here this summer. John's not going to go out and get under my bar with me and do a dead start squat. I understand that. So if you're not going to fall upon your own laurels and go out and take a risk on yourself how many times do you remember your parents saying it and there's nothing wrong with it your parents loved you but it was the wrong way i think in a lot of ways be careful no you don't want to do that i can remember hearing that well that, that that's that's a high risk that you know i remember with the both businesses well you know if if, if you fail well we haven't even started it yet and you're already talking about me failing all right, so when you go out and do these things, lift stones, martial arts, Olympic lifting, dead start training, you know, beating your head against the cement wall because you want it so bad, you make these choices. These choices make you walk higher than the mortals below you. The people that they can't even look up at you. They can't even say good morning or good afternoon to you. But if you want to sit there and talk about a fucking phone all day and the new apps on it, they'll kiss your fucking feet. No. This is why we had a show on um, the other day with Gareth Denyer. And, and, you know, Gareth is a great trainer. He owns a gym in Texas. He's graduated 100 Division One football players out of there. All right? But the new thing now with the parents is, and you'll see that right in that show, is... Um, they call them now helicopter parents, all right? And you know what they are? They're the same assholes, if not worse, and the majority of them he said that he's dealt with are the mothers. Oh, you're not going to yell at my child. Oh, you're not going to push my child like that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? Don't fucking play sports, pussy. And stop having your... If my mother ever did that, I would have been so embarrassed, man. And my mother wouldn't have done that because she would have known. Now, look, if somebody is doing something to you, well, you tell your parents and take care of it. But you got to realize there are, a lot of these guys aren't good coaches either, all right? Maybe they're good athletes. That doesn't make you a good coach. But the idea here is that 
people are so fragile and they need parents to do everything for them and they never have a time when they fall on their face because someone's there to pick them up all the time. Now look, I don't, I don't want to see anything happen to my nieces and nephews, but you know what? A few scars is not going to hurt them. In fact, they're going to become better and better at whatever craft they want to do. And I can relate so heavily to this windmill because, and I, I can't wait to get your opinion on us, and I'm going to make this quick. I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling of nobody cheering for you. I know that feeling of like, am I going to get through this or not? I know that feeling when you feel like, man, it, it, is my heart going to blow out here? Sir, go ahead, Doc. I could go on forever with this. Oh, please. <laughs> you know, we we can all... Well, I guess not 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 all of us. Most of us who are serious lifters. Yep. Most of us who are serious strength men. Most of us who are serious non-team sports athletes. The archers, the fencers, the martial artists, the lifters, the shooters, okay? The the whatever. We can relate to working out alone. We can relate to being self-motivated, and we can relate to having our own sense of accomplishment motivating us. You lift a stone, and you get it done, and your technique is right, and you self-critique, and and you're ah, yeah, eating the world. Yeah. It belongs to you. Yep. Get such great self-gratification. If you wait for stimulation from the outside... What kind of a weakling are you? <laughs> you did that so well. That was so pretty. You were really nice when you did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I punch trees, I I want the tree to shake in a certain way. And this this, this is gonna it's gonna sound really 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 weird. And and pine trees shake differently from oak trees, from maple trees. And I've I've actually. Killed a couple of trees. <laughs> Don't, you better. You shouldn't say that because you know who's going to be yeah, after you now. I didn't mean to. Well, I look for the tree to shake in a certain way. Yep. Because if I hit it just right, I'll send a vibration into the tree, and the tree will have a shimmy or a shake or a shudder. That way I know that when I hit someone, I only have to hit them once. Yep. And it works. Yeah. It works. And when you're self-motivated and when everything inside of you is focused on doing things correctly, you don't want input from the outside. That's bothersome. Yeah. It's like having a gnat flying around your ear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck away. <laughs> Sit there. Wait till I do my squats. Yeah. Say yeah. a damn word. Yep. Don't move. Don't even blink. Yep. Wait till I'm done. Okay. Yeah. You. Who needs the distraction when you're when when we're concentrating on performing, and when we're concentrating on succeeding. The last thing we need is a bunch of chicks in hot pants. <laughs> I'd be performing somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what, too? And I think men that really understand it, and maybe it was much long, much way back long ago, but there's a lot of us around. 
There's nothing like the word solitude, and I said that on our last show that I really want to go away for a year and live in a log cabin, but I'm not going to shut myself off from the world. I mean, I want to be maybe a 20-minute ride from a city somewhere where you can go in and if you need things or, you know, I still want to connect to people. But I want to be in an environment where it is just so goddamn hardcore like here, even more so, and learn and think and write and train like, like I don't know, who knows? I don't know what I'd step it up to at that point. But the solitude is what gets you through to the victory. And what, one of the reasons, besides I don't like the politics of sports anymore, um, and by the way, Papa John's, if anybody knows you, you're more than welcome to come here and advertise. I would greatly take your money. Okay? But, here, but here's here's the thing. I, I I watch baseball, you know, more well baseball or hockey, and if I can dig up if it ever comes back on, as I like the old school world strongest man, you know, and it, it, it's it's some cool shit because it, you know it's incredible now, but I like the stuff where you know back in the day they were bending things and carrying refrigerators and it's become more of an endurance event. It, it is, and, and and I mean they're using big weights and everything, but. You know, I've talked to a lot of people that have been involved. I've had people on here that have competed in it. Every year it's something different. It depends what athlete they're going after, I think, in a lot of ways. But I don't know that for sure, but whatever. But what I'm saying here is the solitude is definitely the lead to the victory. And I think especially what we like to do, I think a lot of it is solitary. And the reason why I got away from all those sports, NFL, I never was a Ah, NBA, so-so, but not really. I do still like baseball mainly because it's the pitcher against the batter. I just like to see who wins that battle regardless. I like hockey just for the roughneck shit still. And like I said, I like the old WSM. What really turned me off from these organized sports is this. You know, if you go back and watch some of the old NFL games, try to pull that fucking bullshit with Vince Lombardi. He would have broke your neck. Believe me, um, you know, you went out and you shook hands with one another and that was it. You know, maybe you made some small change. It's none of the shit where they're all patting each other on the ass, you know, blah, 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 you know, this, that, and the other thing. You know, be friendly after the game, you know, and there's too much of that stuff, too much of the, you know, and they've made it into a very commercialized, entertaining thing. If you like that kind of stuff, I mean, you know, we've got that clown from the Giants that, you know, he goes in the corner of the end zone, pretends he's a, a dog, and lifts his leg like he's going to piss. Um, that, 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 no class, no nothing, but we've already seen what's happened to the Giants. They decided they were going to do the right thing, and they got rid of friggin' everybody, which they should. But to make a long story short, the difference I see, especially with the Stones or the Rack or the martial arts, is this. You, you know, you don't need to have a lot of people, if any, and if you have one, you're lucky. But the solitary work of that is just think about it almost to the degree of out in a stone quarry with a sledgehammer and you're cracking stones till your arms fall off you. What that does, and you might not like it at first, but what it's going to do is you condition yourself in every which way you are going to become the contender. And what does that mean? That means the contender is going to end up taking on any one of these quote-unquote champs that maybe they do train hard, 
But see, you're out in an environment where you train harder. And it hardens you in every which way. And when you get up against the wall, you're going to know how to swing your way out. And most people don't know how to do that anymore because of all of this garbage around them all the time and the constant buzz in your ear. You know, why do you want to be that? Don't you want to just take it easy in life? Why, 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 why do you want to go lift a 400 pound rock? Why do you lift weights still? Why do you go out in 21 below weather? Well, why do you get up in the morning? Okay. <laughs> I, you know, and, and, and the idea here is look, I have never pushed what I believe on anybody. If you ask me, I will tell you. If you come over here and want to lift with me, you can. If you want me to train you, I'll train you. But unlike most of these little robotic bitches out there, and I mean both men and women, um, their whole thing in life, like we talked about with the governor here, is to take you and take the square peg and jam you in the round hole, and you're going to like it, and if you don't like it, fuck you. It's all yours, Doc. We need to get to the point where <clears throat> we ignore the people who are trying to stop Don Quixote from charging at the windmill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ignore those folks. They don't exist. They don't matter. They are little. They are the little people who don't matter. You know, we are going to be. Look, let, let us take on an elite, an elitist mindset. Yeah. We are elitist athletes. We are elitist performers. We are the elite of the elite because we can do it on our fucking own. Yep. We don't need the cheering section in order to be motivated. We don't need the external motivation. And we ignore everyone who tells us we can't do it Mm -hmm. because we know that they're trying to bring us down to their level of inability and incompetence. And we don't want that. We don't want to dirty our hands with it. It's like walking on dog shit. <laughs> yeah. So we ignore them. They don't exist in our world. And here's where I read something from Justin Garcia this this morning. He hit the nail right freaking smack on the head. If you're not being supported in what you do, jettison them. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. He, he was speaking specifically about female company, about oh, yeah. wives and girlfriends. If your wife and your girlfriend is running your life and she doesn't support you in what you're doing, jettison her. Yep. She's supposed to be a partner and a helpmate, not your boss and not your shrew. You know what, though? Look what they've done with everything. I mean, and when I hear the blabber coming out of... No matter what it is, no matter what event they're attending, no matter who they're endorsing, let's all go back to the same thing. It has, look, I believe there are some women out there that do believe in this whole thing. All right. That's your business. But let's face it. The majority of them are in it for money because they know now they've got lawyers everywhere they are. So they're going to profit off this. Maybe they're going to get a bigger power play in Hollywood or wherever they are. And their whole life has been an accumulation, in my opinion, of shit. That's probably pretty much it. They love to run men, of course, because men have been so butchered down to nothing. All right? Not all. 
but I, I, I'd love they to. They all bent over for Harvey Weinstein. You bet your ass they did. But but you know what? That's okay because they didn't know they were young. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Okay. You know, that, that that's a joke, all right? And, and, you know, I believe when we talk about crushing these mortals, I believe all of us men need to start pulling away from if you haven't pulled away from the media or shut down your phone and everything once a week you need to because see if we disconnect from these people and don't support them financially they're going to go away i mean you've seen right now without getting into a lot of political stuff you've seen what this election has done I've never seen the hate for an individual and, and the, the one thing after another. But, you know, I learned a long time ago when um, someone is fearful of you, they will do everything they can to destroy you. Right. Um, and they're trying everything they can, obviously, to destroy President Trump, whether you like him or not. If you come, though, from, you know, they love to talk about fairness and all this stuff. Well, I don't think you're being very fair with him at all. And I know that you're very... Con- being fair to men. No, oh, not at all, not at all. But this is why we're talking about these things with solitary, you know, being a, a person of solitude, a person that won't pass the stone on the side of the road, the person that is not going to let these stinking puny mortals, as the Hulk would say, defeat them. Because, look, hasn't this gone on long enough... Men and women, because I look, I know a lot of women. I was talking about an ex-girlfriend I met at Christmas. They don't like any of this shit that's going on. And, I mean, they're not the kind of girls you're going to go up and put your hands on either. I got news for you. You get your fucking face busted, all right? But the point is they understand what's happening from this stuff, all right? Guys don't want to go near girls right now, a lot of them. A lot of them are very nervous. I mean, you, you're in a work setting, you lose your job. For what? For saying you look nice today? For holding the door for somebody? Huh? How how disillusional, delusional you are to even think about things like that. But what it's doing is it's putting, it's casting such dispersions on men and women who got to live out in the real world, honey. They don't have a chauffeur taking them wherever. They don't have somebody putting their clothes out for them. Here we go again. They don't have somebody kissing their ass telling them how great they are. If you need that in your life, you're finished. And how many of these starlet girls, by the time they're 25 years old, they're washed up. They don't want them. They're doing 40-year-old, they're, they're 40 and they're doing these old movies about their moms and they got in a, ridiculous, all right? Those Ridic- are all the girls who were protesting Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. The younger ones aren't. No. <laughs> you notice. No, not at all. And, and when you see the things you see and, and, and the mediocrity and, and, the, and the double-edged sword, of these people condemning him, and then they release pictures of them snuggling up with him, and it's and it's all the way through. And I, I for one, um, do not condone any of that stuff. And I don't know what went on there. And to me, he's a scumbag, anyways. He's a scumbag. He's the, Hollywood scumbag. They are, and you know something. He's the guy in school. Everybody, before you get upset for us saying that, do you remember the guy like that? 
you know, he, he had the greasy hair and he had, he was fat and nobody liked him and all that. And suddenly he hit upon movies and this, that, and the other thing. Now he's the, he's the Christ of the world. Well, you know what? You fuck around with people enough sooner or later, you're going to get nailed. And he got nailed. Now what will come out of it? Who knows? It looks like he's ruined, but I got news for you. They'll accept anybody that'll donate money because I know our good governor here had to return the money Harvey sent to him. Go ahead, Doc. Take it. When we take a look at anyone in Hollywood who has been in the business of acting or directing or whatever longer than 10 years, fame usually lasts a decade. Yep. Known, known fact. You know, the... Uh, the actuarials probably can't figure out why, but if they've been in the business longer than 10 years, they've probably done some pretty nasty-ass satanic shit to stay that way. I thought that Macaulay Culkin had gone off the deep end until I listened to an interview with him that happened just last week. The satanic shit that was going on, the stuff they did to him... Mm -hmm. Uh, the little girl who was in Poltergeist who died yeah, was a satanic sacrifice, but she kind of died because they stuck a sex toy up her backside and uh-huh. it got stuck. And she went into toxic shock and the docs were all in, in on it. They told her parents, whatever. Well, l- l- listen to the interview with, with Macaulay Culkin. Uh-huh. The guy who's trying to seduce him is wearing shoes made out of that girl's skin. These people are sick. There's apparently an entire group of folks who wear human skin shoes to show that they're child molesters, Satanists, and child sacrificers. Take a look at the picture of uh, John Podesta, Clinton's campaign manager, where he and a bunch of his friends from uh, Pizza Planet are all wearing red shoes. Those shoes are made out of human skin. Nice. Showing that they've all sacrificed children. So all these people, all these actors, all these famous folks who have been famous for longer than a decade, and I'm including some guys I used to think of as heroes here, Uh they probably have done the sacrifice. They probably have given their souls to Satan. They probably have done all the other stuff. And I'm uh, I'm also thinking you can go on YouTube right, right now. And just type in, sold their soul to Satan, sold their soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. And you'll come up with so many people admitting that they've done that. God. From Dylan to uh, oh, Katy Perry to whoever. Yeah. Just to get fame. That We're not kidding about this. These are all the folks telling us that we're wrong. Yeah. Or the Satanists. Yep. And likewise, the minions of the Satanists, the folks who think that the Satanists are such great people... The folks who think that all of the all the social justice idiots oh, are yeah. great people, they are followers, but they're the ones who are going to throw the spoke into your uh, excuse me, throw the wrench into your spokes. Yeah. Uh, well, though I think now with what's going on there, I think the veil now has been cracked and it's starting to come off them and. You know, I I told you, my my greatest thing would be to watch the whole place go up in flames where no one goes to those movies anymore. Um, It's just absolutely deplorable to think that, you know, this goes on. And I'll tell you one thing. I have no mercy for people that fuck with kids. None. 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 Castrated. Yep. That's... 
killed very slowly and painfully. Yes, and that's for starters. Believe me. Um, these people are sick tickets. I, I don't like any of that stuff, and I don't go to movies. The last movie, folks, I went to was Rocky Balboa, and that was what I think in 06. That was the last movie I went to. And the only other, and I won't go see Hulk movies because I can't stand the Hulk now, what he looks like. Um, no. I, and I don't need, here we go again. With the mortals crushing them. What do you think these people go to these movies for? To feel good. To feel loved. To feel like they're part of something. They ought to be crushed right into the dirt. You know that? Because if they know now what truly is going there and they've part... Because, look, I'm not saying you did anything with these kids or anything that they've been guilty of with the older girls. But you you gave them the money to keep rolling this thing. All right? Nothing runs without money. I don't care who you are. And those people will dump each other off a fucking bridge in a heartbeat. All right? This is why when we talk about... We don't drive past stones. We Olympic lift. We do things that most people won't go near. Why? Because not only do we love the challenge of it, we love the solitude. But more than anything, do you understand what kind of strength this gives you? You won't get sucked into cults. You won't be booting heroin into your arm. All right? I'm not saying it can't happen, but the chances are going to be much more remote. These things build character and strength in you. And, you know, I'll tell you something. I've said this on other shows. I mean, we all go through a lot of stuff. Um, there, There's many times I could have gave up with all this stuff I'm doing here and many other things. But you know something? I've said this before, and I'm sure Doc, can. he has children. He can attest to this. My father was old Bostonian Italian. All right, they came. His father came. I think there was twelve of them in their family. They lived in a shithole, a tenement. All right, and they all did great and built great lives. And obviously, my father was born from my grandfather. And my father, I was the oldest. My father was always very hard on me. I mean, very hard on me. Not, not abusive but hard on me and i used to i there are times i was like i i I hate him for what he's you know he'll say but i understand with jimmy and everything and and he wasn't always like that but i understand why he did what he did because when i say things like ah quit or do this and that it's not only the weightlifting i can hear him in my ear all the time my father would be ashamed of me if I've quit this right now. See, when you have people that loved you that much and cared that much for it and imprinted these things on you permanently, you'll never quit. You'll either take the sword or the shield and go down that way, or you'll you know you'll prosper and thrive in your life. And that's why I try to tell people all these little mortals out there that mean nothing. And you turn your back on your friends and family, you should turn back around and go to them. These are the people, not all of them, but the majority of them will stick with you no matter what. You might not like what you say, what they say. Well, we talked about that before. Then you have to still, hopefully, you're friendly with them, but you have to distance them out of your life. Because they are not going to do you any good. 
and you have to have yourself in a way where the energy you're you're bringing in and sending out is in a very positive nature. Now, do we all go through hard stuff and we say things? Yeah. I mean, I do too. But the point of the matter is, when I feel like I'm going down, you know, there's a number of people I've talked about here. But it's almost like, you know, you know, my father's with me like all of them. All every day. But there's some people you never want to disappoint. And he's one of them. And I could never go to my final resting place knowing I quit something or didn't give my best or didn't treat somebody with respect because my father would have given it to me with both barrels, believe me. And sometimes that's what you need to have in your life, whether they're here um, in a physical sense or they're here around you even though you can't see them or they're in your ear. Those things matter, and those are the things that are going to have your triumphs and all the great things you can talk about down the road instead of listening to these little pussy asses that tell you everything you do is wrong. We want you to join with us. You don't need to be like them. You don't know. To, you don't need to go out and set records. You don't need to go out and be better than the than everybody else out there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You need to separate yourself from the pack, go out and enjoy your life, go out and make as much money as you want in your life, spend as much as you want, help as many people as you want, and do things that make you happy. If you're going to build a business, well, by God, make sure when you're building it, you're building it and you're happy as hell. If it's going to become something that is nothing going to be a boat anchor and a drag on you, you're in the wrong business. You are not passionate about what you do. So when I talk about this stuff, and when Dr. Wong and I talk about this stuff, all these factors are going to be the thing that is going to set the tone for you. And these little mortals, you just crush them. You go away from them, or you stand up to them. Because I got news for you, the majority of these little, ugh, they, they have no argument for you. And when they lose their argument within the first two minutes, they will call you every vile name they can think of. Don't back down from them. Go out, like Steve said, when that stone's on the side of the road, by God, pull over and pick it up. Pick it up. Because what you're picking up there is you and your life. Doc, um, give out anything you want. Take your time. Um, summarize everything. Um, I'm anxious to hear what you said, and hang on, and we'll get ready for our next show, please. All righty. Let me go back to one point you made about your dad. Yeah. So we're not only talking about being self-motivated in our own lives. Let's talk about the future generation, how to raise boys. Where were the fathers of those football players that your friend was training Yeah. when their mothers were telling the trainer – to take it easy on them. Yeah. Where were the dads? There were no dads. Mom chased him away because he's a freaking shrew. Yep. Now, you know, I thought when I was raising my sons, and I've got four sons and a daughter. Hell, I think I was harder on my daughter than anyone else because my daughter was my first child. You're yep. always you're always harder on your first child. Yep. Then. <laughs> As you get tired, you ease up. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, uh, one of the coolest things my son ever told me, my oldest boy, was that boot camp, the uh, Marine Corps boot camp in San Diego, was easy. 
I hell when I went through boot camp, it was absolute hell and horror. Yeah. But I was so hard on him. Yeah. That the DIs didn't scare him when they got into his face and yelled at him. Yep. Whatever they expected him to do, he could do. Yep. He did. Did well. Just like that scene, again, I've talked about this scene, in Red Dawn. Yep. Where they go and visit the dad in the concentration camp. And the dad says, there were times when you hated me, but now you know why. Yep. When we raise our boys, we can't be concerned with, are they going to love me if I have them do this? Are we raising men or are we raising wimps? If you want them to be wimps, let your wife raise them. They'll be fine. They'll be nice, soft males. <laughs> They'll be just like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You kind of poke them and they get, you know, all kind of squishy. And they will never amount to fucking hill of beans. Nope. Unless they find it deep within them, deep within themselves and pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. It's fathers who make their sons. Yep. Ted Williams, anyone you can think of, it was the father who made the son, who gave him the motivation. Ted Williams is a great example. Not only was he a, probably one of the greatest baseball pitchers around, he was a freaking Marine air ace, shooting down Japanese like crazy. <laughs> and then he goes back, and he becomes one of the top top, top shooters and, and hunters, and he goes back to playing baseball. Okay. Wow, what a varied life. Yeah. What what, what a great number of accomplishments. <clears throat> Men of consequence are made by their fathers. Trump was made by his dad. Yep. And we all the fathers want their sons to be more successful than they were. You don't live in a tenement the way your dad did. Your dad worked out of it. You worked out of it further. Yep. We all took steps up. I haven't had – my father was breaking his back. Hammering ships. He was a shipbreaker. In Hong Kong, he was 13 years old. 13 years old. Okay. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. He worked so hard that he could give me a step up. Yeah. Hopefully, I worked hard enough that I gave my kids a step up. But in doing that, let's not get soft. Right. Let's not get mushy. Let's not turn into the Pillsbury Doughboy or the Michelin Man. We need to stay hard. We need to be steel. We need to be concrete reinforced steel. We need to maintain that level of hardness that marks a man and makes him accomplish great things. The soft men never accomplish anything but making themselves fatter, more diabetic, and less able to do everything, including seeing their dicks when they pee. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. You know, I used to say this to people because we'd be talking about different things that were going on. And it reminded me of what your son said to you. I always said, if James A. Fiorello couldn't break me, nobody will break me. (laughs) Nobody. I mean, he came close many times, but I wouldn't let him break me. All right? Um, The thing is, you're right on. You're right, spot on, Mark. Too about the men. Um, 
But we're going to bring that back this year, I guarantee it. Not totally, but we've got to start. But you know what? When I, I said, you know, I said in the beginning of the show, stop apologizing for being a man. Um, men, if women were smart, they'd grab hold of their men and tell them they love them again if they're not. They should, you know, appreciating each other, I see now, is one of the best things you can ever do. Um, you know, I wish I could see my father again. I wish my father was here with me. I would love to say to my father, because we didn't say it a lot to each other, I'd love to tell my dad I love you. It means a lot, man. It does. But, you know, you're too busy banging your heads against each other. And I always knew it. I mean, my father, you talk about, we never had it. We always had a very safe house, food on the table. It, it, it was, it was, you know, it was a very, very good home. And with the pressures they had on them and they stayed together and they never gave Jimmy up. I mean, that's something to be very proud of. And I'm very proud of that. But I would give anything to have him here one more time with me. I'd love the whole family to meet him on the air. Um, but that's, that can't be now, at least. But I will say this, um, the day I'm standing up there, you know, put my, uh, $10 million check over my head because I've just bought a radio station. We made that and the show is bigger than life. You can bet your ass who that will be dedicated to among many. Um, and those are the things you should think about. That's the polish that's going to be on me at the end. That's the big shiny diamond that we talk about or that piece of copper that, you know, don't let the sun hit it or you'll go blind. You know, that's what it's all about. It's more than a friggin' phone or a computer. It's more than hating the world and hating people that are different than you because we always hear from those people that love all this stuff. Well, where's their tolerance? It's the same horse shit all the time. We, and I, I'm gonna get right back to, so we finish up, but, you know, I could go on now forever, but there's a new thing in Albany now. Um, we have a lot of the, uh, big oil tankers coming through here. They have for years. I think they've had one accident in, I, let's say 50, 60 years, alright? Well, they go through a part of town where it's a lot of low income people, um, and, of course, they are minorities. I want to make sure I'm clear with that. And there's been this stuff going on and on and on about it. Well, somebody the other day, and see, I can't read anymore in two or three lines because it, it makes me go insane because I'm, I'm just thinking, who comes up with this banter? Um, because of that and because now they're saying they're all suffering, and, of course, it's all a political thing. Now they're calling these companies and anybody that doesn't think it's wrong and they should be moved. Now, get this, they want to take them out of these houses that were built for them and move them up in, you know, the higher end of, of town. And the word they used is now, I don't know if you've heard this, but if you haven't, you will now. It's called environmental racism. <laughs> and, and, and when, and I'm going to give this right to you and, when we talk about all these strong things, we talk about strong fathers and being hard on one another and, and, and you know, stopping on the side of the road and, and grabbing that stone and that solitude and the things you and I talked about we love to do with physical culture and 
not needing approval from everybody and going on these expeditions and having the time of your life and the creations you're doing. This stuff is just, I, I don't relate to any of it. And most of the stuff that's going on around us is because people don't want you to go and be self-sufficient. They want you to depend on government. They don't want you to go out and create a business. And if we keep up this trend, and I, I think a lot of this trend is ending too, not only because of President Trump, but I also think too that a lot of these municipalities can't do it anymore. And I know they've used it mainly, both sides for votes, the whole thing. But I think it's like everything, you know, you see in Hollywood and all these other crazy places. It, it, things come to a head. It might take 50 years and a lot of dead bodies on the side of the road, literally. But now it's taken a life of its own. And you and I both know, you start a snowball on a, on, a, on the top of the highest peak you can think of, what's that thing going to be as it picks up momentum, momentum and hits the bottom? It's going to wipe out everything in its path. So take it away, Doc. Finish up, and we'll uh, get ready for next month. All righty. Anyone who wants to, again, read my my articles on health, spirituality, and martial arts, you can find them at drwong.us. That's D-R-W-O-N-G dot U as in United, S as in States. Very patriotic. If you want to hear my radio shows from 2007 to 2016, they're at drwongradio.com, and my shows since then are on YouTube at Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness. My supplements are at drwongsessentials.com. Awesome. Um, This is Motivation Muscle streaming radio 24-7. Go out and just listen to all the shows Dr. Wong and I have done. You can go out to Motivation Muscle, obviously, and they're all out there, everything. I mean, it is huge. Also, too, if there's a show you'd like us to do, um, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com, and I'm sure Dr. Wong and I can put something good together for sure. Also, too, iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. I thank everyone for that. You can get Eminem in your car through AHA directory. That's called AHA, so you get our show on 24-7 in your car. Also, too, um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, Never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. That's what we're talking about. Don't put up with shit from people. Crush them. And I, and I don't mean, don't, you don't have to get physical with people. Learn your subject, become verbal, and, and get away from them. You don't have to sit around and listen to that. Go do something you want to do. Stop on the side of the road and pick up that damn rock, okay? The boulder. Also, too. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. That might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as a great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says here in Blood Red Domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip. This was another big ball show. As Dr. Wong says, you'll have balls down to the bottom of your feet. That's fine with me, man. The more tea I got, the more weights I lift, the smarter I get, and the more generous I am to people. So keep it flowing, baby. Also, too, as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. 
Well, you got a big dose of it today, and 2018 is going to be our year. Hail the 2018 and beyond. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Also, Frank said, um, quitters never win and winners never quit, and that's what we are. We win. Also, too, John Ridge, my greatest uh, chiropractor. We lost three years to cancer. He would walk everybody to the door and say, keep smiling. Say those two words. Just tell me what it feels like, and uh, I guarantee you you're going to feel much better. Keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends about the show. Go out and post the show all over because we're not going to kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Join the revolution. 30 years of on-air quality plus everything else. Products. Anybody like with Dr. Wong's products, you know, we'll get something on the next show where, you know, if you want to get something through them, at least tell them that you're listening to the show. It would be great yeah, because it's a good way to see what's going on as far as with tracking goes. Also, too, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We'll take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. And how many people would say that in today's world? And um, I'm just trying to think, is there anything else? I think that might be it. Dr. Wong, you know the deal here. It's always an honor. It's another classic show, let me tell you. And I look forward to our next one, my friend. It is an honor to be on the air with you, Eric, and thank you for having me on board. Well, you'll always be invited here, believe me. And when I get down to your neck of the woods, we'll do some shows out of Texas. So That'll be well, great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a good time. Um, so look, everybody, you know, Go out and do something great. The world's asking you for something. Pay up, man. Pay up. Show somebody how to do something. But don't let these puny little friggin', I don't know, um, uh, the mortals. Be more than a mortal. Be immortal. And go out and do something good, man. And we want to hear from you. And we hope you love this show because we sure as hell love doing it. So for Dr. William Wong... This is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. This show will be up Saturday morning. Um, we got Bill Crawford coming in this weekend, so we're going to be talking uh, not only bicep training for stones. I don't know where we're going to go from there. So once again, thank you, and it's been one hell of a quality week again, and we are just going to get bigger and bigger and better. Happy 2018, and stick with us because you got a winner here, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.